0: back to another ask pastor podcast. It's been great to hear some of the positive feedback that we've received since kind of restarting these podcasts at the beginning of the year. These podcasts actually have generated some questions from our listeners here at Cornerstone and we're thankful for that. We always encourage and appreciate questions that you submit. One question that we have came from a member of our church. He was reading in John 5:37 where Jesus states and the Father who sent me has himself borne witness about me. His voice you have never heard, his form you have never seen. His question is this, how can this statement be true when other passages like Jesus' baptism and the transfiguration clearly state that people heard the Father's voice? I'm going to have Pastor Reemers answer that question for us now.
1: Thank you, Brian. I think this is a good question, and I really appreciate people that are reading their Bibles and thinking through what they are reading and want to understand. I think in this case, there's a real benefit to looking at the context. That's always a good principle of interpreting God's word. Look at the the broader context. In this case, we've got a whole chapter surrounding this statement uh, that Christ is making. We need to also consider the context of the other passages where it says that people did hear God's voice like the transfiguration was one such example but it was a very select audience that was present at the transfiguration three of Christ's closest disciples so we're clearly talking about believers in that case and they could hear the voice uh, apparently it was uh, understandable and they knew they needed to respond to that message from the father it's also clearly the father because jesus was still on earth and this was coming from heaven the uh, other example was the baptism of christ and remember that that took place out in the wilderness along the uh, jordan river Uh, that is not where people were living that that was uh, an out of the way spot and generally speaking, the only people that gathered there uh, did so purposefully. Uh, people were coming because they, were being, they had heard about John and were responding to uh, his call for repentance. Uh, no doubt some were there, just out of curiosity. But these, these were uh, likely people that if they were not believers, they were inclined to believe. It's not, not quite the same uh, situation in John chapter 5. Uh, As this chapter opens, Jesus is healing the man at the pool of Bethesda. In response to that, uh, since it was the Sabbath, uh, that man received a rebuke from some of the Jews in that area because he had uh, carried his bed on the Sabbath. His explanation, that's what the man told me to do, that had healed me. And then Jesus uh, encounters that man again. And in verse 17 says something very important to him. He says, my father is working until now, and I am working. In response to that, John records for us that this is why the Jews were seeking all the more to kill him. Because not only was he breaking the Sabbath, but he was calling God his own father, making himself equal with God. So that's our setting in the following verses where Jesus launches into this uh, extended explanation of, of his uh, source of authority and attributes it directly to the Father. And then in explaining why the, the Jews, the unbelieving, and not just unbelieving, but even uh, the contrary Jewish people that were listening to him on that occasion, uh, why Christ can then go on to say, you never heard his voice. Uh, now, in fact, it could be that those particular individuals had never been present at the baptism or any other instance where the father may have spoken, which certainly was a, a rare event. But it does seem to be a broader reference. And so that they, the best explanation may be that they didn't hear God's voice ever, not just a voice from heaven. They weren't hearing his voice even from his word because of the condition of their heart. They had never heard him. They didn't expect to hear him. They don't want to hear what God had to say. they were already satisfied with their own level of knowledge and the conclusions that they had drawn. So this is the failure to hear of unbelief, not just a failure to hear an audible sound from heaven, which God on occasion has offered.
0: That's a great explanation for that and a helpful uh, reminder for all of us as we read our Bibles and as we do Bible study how important context is that we examine uh, a portion of Scripture in light of the verses surrounding it, in light of the entire book, a particular book of the Bible that we're reading, and then even the entire scope of what God is trying to communicate through the entirety of the Word of God itself. Another question that we received from a listener involves an Old Testament passage. This one, though, is um, about sanctuary cities that are mentioned specifically in Joshua 20, though they were mentioned earlier in the Old Testament. So here's the question. Could you explain the sanctuary cities concept of Joshua 20, and does it possibly still exist today? If not, when was it phased out?
1: All right, that's a perceptive question as well. Uh, scripture refers to these as cities of refuge. First mention is back in Numbers 35 as Moses gave instruction to appoint, appoint these cities of refuge. Moses didn't get to actually put this into practice, so that was left to Joshua in Joshua 20. But Moses is the one who identified the cities and instructed Joshua then to put this into practice. Joshua does that and Oddly enough, we never hear about the cities of refuge again as a functional role. Now, I think our assumption has to be that they did function this way, and uh, certainly throughout the Old Testament era, until the the coming of Christ, but we just have no specific instance where somebody uh, committed manslaughter, which would be unintentionally killing somebody, uh, which scripture is very clear about it has to be unintentional if it's actual murder with uh, with malicious intent the city's a refuge did that individual no good whatsoever but uh, the function here was when it was unintentional and then the fear that somebody uh, related to the man who died out of anger uh, out of uh, emotion would not be uh, not have a reasonable response and and could understand that this was unintentional that during that period of time that individual might take vengeance and of course do so unjustly so the provision was made for the cities of refuge for the uh, guilty individual because he is guilty of manslaughter he should have been more careful He can go to one of these cities of refuge. They were strategically placed so that it wasn't very far from anybody in Israel. Three on the eastern bank of the Jordan River and three on the west, which we still today refer to as the West Bank. That's a political term in our day of a specific geographical area. Once there, of course, the individual would have to present his case to the elders of the city if they agreed that this was Uh, manslaughter and not murder, then they would give him protection. So we just have no recorded instance of somebody in that circumstance that then fled to a city. And we we can't say it didn't work. Uh, That would be an argument from silence. We don't have the data on that. So I think it's best to assume that there were instances that this functioned in this way successfully, but we just don't hear about it again, and certainly not in the New Testament. And one of the reasons for that, and I, I'm just going to speculate here, we don't have any biblical information on this, but the, the need for the cities of refuge would have likely had largely to do with the method of, uh, the, of the judicial system of that day, the method of government. And that is, uh, at, at this point, certainly under Moses and under Joshua, it's, um, it's not, uh, there's not a lot of hierarchy in place. So that uh, getting justice, administering justice, and of course there was the high priest as the uh, ultimate authority in judicial cases and so forth. But getting justice was not immediate. and uh, to travel all the way to wherever the, the high priest might have been at the time, uh, could have been uh, a prohibitive distance, uh, but that kind of that, that level of uh, governance and that kind of judicial system, didn't last uh, indefinitely. Uh, Shortly before uh, Christ came to earth, the Romans took over the government of Israel. Of course, there were other countries before that, the Babylonians, the Assyrians, Medes and the Persians and so forth. Uh, All this period of time, people of Israel did not have the opportunity to decide all on their own how they're going to administer justice. Somebody else was telling them. So I think that is a, a big part of why it was discontinued. We don't know when, under which of those foreign rulers, or maybe even before that, maybe even under the, under the, the jurisdiction of the king's era. Uh, perhaps it had already uh, dwindled out of uh, a function there. We just, we just really don't know. But the reality is that at some point, uh, at least by the Romans, if not considerably before that, It just uh, wasn't a part of the judicial system anymore. Perhaps because it wasn't needed anymore. Perhaps because God's people weren't following it anyway. Uh, But the the last question related to this then is, uh, does it still exist today? The answer to that is no. Uh, Modern Israel has a very uh, westernized form of government, judicial system, Supreme Court, Highly organized now, and uh, no, they're, they're, they, they've made no such uh, provision in our day for a city of refuge.
0: That's great. Thank you for that um, explanation and answering that question. It's helpful with these various things that we come across as we read our Bible, not to just pass over them, but to ask questions and to get answers so that we can better understand our Bible, better understand what God is trying to communicate to us. So, as always, if you have a question that you would like answered on this podcast, you can email me, Brian Hoffman at cornerstonebaptist.info.